This podcast is Entel Enhanced. To see pictures, articles and links of what's being discussed, download the Entel app. Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. Hi, my name is Alexa. I'm a Filipino-Canadian scuba instructor. I'm currently based out of Baja California Sur. And I am here with Gemma and Ian on the Big Scuba Podcast. Welcome back to the Big Scuba Podcast. We are your hosts, Gemma and Ian. Before we get cracking with today's episode, we just want to make sure you have hit that follow button or the subscribe button, depending on what platform you are listening on. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy what you're going to hear today, we would really appreciate it if you can leave a review and a five-star rating. So now that's out of the way, we just want to say welcome and thank you for all tuning in. And now it's time to dive into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Big Scuba Podcast. My name is Ian and with me is... Gemma, hello everyone. Yes, uh, we are your hosts on this lovely podcast. Now we talk about diving, scuba diving, having fun on the water. Yep, and then we talk to people that are connected to the ocean, so it might be ocean conservation or they're involved in the watery world. So we just hear about their story and their... Inspiration. Yeah, and you're uh, the Majesty's Coast Guard as well in your, in your I spare am, time. yeah, volunteer Coast Guard. Yeah, so coming up in this ep- episode, we talk to Alexa Fernando, who's a Paddy Ambassador. Yeah, she's a Paddy Ambassador diver. She's previously, um, well, she's just an enthusiastic scuba diver, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, really positive. Uh, we've got some news on Osborne Reef and uh, Christina Sonato, friend of the podcast, who talks to us about sharks um, there's news on bleaching in the Great Barrier Reef, and also there's a great post that you can get on mm-hmm. the, from the Shark Trust. Yeah, about interesting. yeah. So we'll come up to that later. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, well, go back to coast guarding. Had a shout in the early hours of Tuesday morning. Yeah. A bit early. <laughs> yeah. So that was like two a.m. Got the call, and we had to go off to a ship. I'm surprised you heard it. <laughs> I did. So you jumped out. And the PJs and got up to the station, got to the truck. Really? Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, so it was just a, um, it was to attend a casualty on one of the ships in Great Yarmouth Dock. Oh, right. So, but it had a successful outcome. Okay, so, that's good. Yeah, 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 so, but yeah, it was a good couple of hours standing on the dockside and. Serious accident? No, well, it could have been, but he was lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. good. Yeah. And that's the only one this week? There have been a couple more, but I haven't been on call to attend. There was one actually this morning. Oh, was so, it? Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. So two lifeboats out, and uh, yeah, it looks like it was quite a long job. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it's good to keep us posted because uh, Coast Guard is a really important part of uh, diving. You know, we'd all of us all diving off the mm. coast. We all got to bear in mind, you know, these people are out there uh, and volunteering their services to keep us all safe. Yes. When, yeah. When times when we need it. And exactly. We do need you uh, at different times. So. And if you see anybody in danger in or around the water, immediately call 999 if you're in the UK and ask for the Coast Guard. Yeah, so uh, keep following what Gem is up to with the Coast Guard. Obviously, we don't go into details, we can't, but uh, it's good to know what's it, going on. Yeah, and we're regularly training every Monday night. So that keeps us all in the... In up to date with everything yeah so i got my um we haven't been diving this week uh we were diving last uh no we were on the uh, paddle boards paddle and board last mm. saturday we were going to dive but the visibility was rubbish um 
And I actually noted on Stony Cove uh, been affected by the sand. Yes, yeah, and we come over from Sahara. Yeah, we had one of our friends diving there yesterday, yeah. and the visibility wasn't very good. No, so. no, it's been uh, really bad there. So hopefully uh, that sand will dissipate through yeah. the water and. Uh, visibility will come back yeah i was paddle boarding yesterday at sea and yeah the clarity of the sea was diabolical yeah but then yeah. that usually is off our coast it, yeah yeah. Be fair, that's yeah always stirred up um i noticed on my uh, so i had my final results on crossfit yeah you did all right didn't yeah, you yeah yeah so last year i was ranked 10,476 overall, <laughs> and this year, after the three competitions, uh, my final ranking was 5,564. So I've, I've I think that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chuffed with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think everybody's done really well this year. Yeah. I'm going to say hello and shout out to uh, Sean and Asher. They come third in their competition yesterday, and... Luke and Phil, come on, guys, uh, from Great Yarmouth CrossFit. Uh, they're competing today, so yeah. uh, all the best to them. Yeah, so it's a well. great way to keep fit. So. It certainly is. If you haven't tried CrossFit, give it a go. Yep. And uh, that's a good challenge. Um, and you've got, got your medical soon, haven't you? I think it's going to ask. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's all working towards that goal. Yep. <laughs> Done 5K today, and we did a good time, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, puts through our paces. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, dive medical on the second. As you know, we have to have these dive medical so you can teach and uh, do dive mastering. Yep, so you'll get through that fine. Yeah. And I've got to book mine shortly. Yeah, so uh, that'll be good. Um, okay, Osborne Reef. Mm, now, no. uh, there's a big piece about this. I saw there's some uh, good charity out there called Four Ocean. So look them up. They've it's got called Four, number four, Ocean. And they've got a quite a decent following as well on social media. If you think, about, if you want to know where Ocean Reef is, look it up. Uh, sorry, Osborne Reef. It's an artificial reef off the coast of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah. In F Florida, yeah. And somebody somewhere had the great idea to dump, and that's the only way you can say it's dump a whole load of tires out there. Something like. 400,000 tires. Yeah, with the intention that it would create a marine reef. But unfortunately, it's not really gone that way, has it? No, no. Well, it's not, so, you know. Who, who thought that dumping tires in the sea was going to ever be a good idea? It's plastic in the ocean, isn't but it? Anyway, the good news is, is that they are slowly being lifted up. Um, and four ocean are involved in getting a lot of these up. Mm -hmm. and there's a way you can get involved and sponsor um there is still ties down there and if you go onto their instagram page uh definitely worth looking up and uh, there's still apparently about half a million ties down there. Can you Oof, that's a lot <laughs> yeah so, but we'll put in a link to four ocean and you can buy uh some bracelets on yeah. there that are made out of recycled glass and plastic so it all helps towards the cause and yeah. keeps them going uh, apparently um i'm just reading the stats here now actually so in the 70s two million tires were dumped in the ocean in, a, in this attempt to create this artificial reef two million tires that's a lot of cars <laughs> yeah which, when you think about it, so if two million cars had them tyres in the 70s, most of them cars would have all been recycled, probably, by now. Yeah, or but crushed up. Yeah. 
but turn in the baked bean cans, etc. But those tyres are still there. They're they're living on. And they're not disintegrating. They're just literally as they are. Yeah. So there's still half a million tyres down there that need to be picked up. So look these up. Uh, They're doing great things. You can buy a bracelet. um, I think it's for about $20, is it? Mm -hmm. Um, To help support them. But they're basically... you know, they're doing something about getting all the plastics um, and also, you know, getting these tyres out of the water. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Well done to them. Uh, Christina, Christina Sonato. Uh, yeah, she was in the news uh, talking about sharks. Um, I think what prompted this was two things. One, um, now, Christina, we all know and love for her work with sharks. You know, it's been a whole lifetime she's been on here few times now haven't you? Mm-hmm. and um you know and if you got any uh following of you know the oceans right, you you will know who christina is and uh you know the work that she the great work that she does um now early in this week the cambridges you know who the cambridges are yes kate yeah. and william yeah they were in they've been doing a tour in Bahamas and Jamaica and around there. Yeah, they were um, diving. Yeah, it was great to see that they actually are divers. Yeah, I didn't realise they were. But unfortunately, why is it? The, you know, the tabloid press. Well, it makes a headline, doesn't it? It's just one of them. One of them that, that you know picks up. Go oh, the Cambridge is a dive with sh- with jewels. Yeah, yeah. Which immediately no, they weren't. No, they weren't. no. <laughs> it wasn't even a great white shark, was it? No, no. no. It's just it was uh, just like. Uh, reef. One of the reef sharks, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, we, we know better. But anyway, um, so Christine also has brought an article out on Dive Magazine where she's talking about rebunking this whole idea that all sharks are jaws. Yeah. Um, and she talks, she's talking about that and talks about the history because 47 years ago this f- film came out. It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen I've seen Jaws. You yes. have seen Jaws. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and to be fair, uh, it's a there's parts of it is a good film, but that does you know has well, a lot to blame about how people perceive. There are sharks. people that don't go in the water because they think they're going to get nabbled by a shark. And we know statistically, right? Right. You are more liable to have a. Drinks machine fall over. Then get attacked by a shark, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so look at that. Um, So Christine has got this um, column in Dive magazine and um, she's going to be talking about Jaws and why we need to move on from it. Mm. Yeah, so and then we've also seen, unfortunately, there's a bit of a bleaching effect going on with uh, the Great Barrier Reef at the moment. So that's first, well, number four, fourth time in six years, isn't it, that it's happened? Yeah. And it's all because of a slight temperature increase, I think. Um, so, But we've had previous guests on in, in the past that have spoken about their work on the Great Barrier Reef and bleaching effects. So we've had Daniela Ceccarelli come on. Yeah, Samantha Howlett, yep. she came on. Uh, she was on September mm-hmm. uh, talking yep. about it. Yeah, so we've had several people uh, sort of talking about the effects of the coral and the coral restoration as well and regeneration, which is all interesting it's stuff. It's all linked to so. uh, climate change and the rise in temperatures of the sea. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. And why, you know, this is really important because, you know, one of the, the Great Barrier Reef is such a uh, wide and uh, full of life, isn't it? Mm. You can actually see it from space. It's one of the few 
things that you can go uh, up. That's not man-made that you yeah, can see. Yeah, it's not man-made that you can see from space, which is amazing. Yeah, so keep an eye on our Instagram and our Facebook stories and we'll put links out to uh, previous people that we've spoken to about coral and uh, you can read a bit more. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Shark Trust. Yes. They've got this awesome poster. Yeah, you um, found that in the week, didn't you? And it's about all sharks that pass or visit the UK waters. Yeah, uh, and they're whoever's made it has you know, done a lot of work there. Yeah. Yeah. To, uh, get all the species on there on that poster and it looks really good as well and you can download it for free so as an educational piece of information for schools or you know really? children at home it's pretty yeah really really good yeah. Yeah, so, and yeah. it shows that we do get sharks in the uk and yeah, yeah, yeah. you get a lot of sharks you know in, in this water mm. um, none from None of, they're all safe, none of them bite or anything like that. No. You know, it's fine. Yeah, but it's just interesting what comes through our waters and passes through our waters on, you know, maybe their migration to other places in the world. Yeah, yeah. well, you often think, it's, you know, that you only, you only get sharks in these uh, far-off reaches. But no, you know, they're, they're all around in our waters. Yeah, we have a very diverse coastline. Yeah, thank goodness. Brilliant. Okay, I think that kind of rounds everything off. I think so, yes. Yeah, so shall we uh, get our guest on? Yeah, so uh, time to turn your Alexas down and uh, <laughs> try and get Alexa Fernando on. Yep, so enjoy and we'll be back right after this. Okay. Right, welcome to the Big Scoop podcast, Alexa. It's really great to have you on. And do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and where you're based? Yeah, Um Thanks. Um, so I'm Alexa. I'm originally from the Philippines, um, but I've been living in Canada for like the past 13 years. Um, but I'm also currently based out of Baja, California. Uh, so we're here specifically in Cabo San Lucas. Um, and so my dad was the one that introduced me to scuba diving and he signed me up for like my open water course when I was 16 and we were still in the Philippines. And, you know, it was something like I always loved, like, you know, swimming and like the ocean and all of that stuff. Um, and I enjoyed it um, mm -hmm. and doing like this, the, the course. But because like we moved to Canada, like for me, it's like I'm not going to dive in the cold. And I didn't actually know that you can dive in cold water. So for <laughs> me, like when we moved, I was like, OK, I'm not doing that. And so I kind of like just scrapped it like. Um, so I stopped diving for a good seven years, I would say. And um, yeah, it wasn't until like 2019 when I realized like, what was that thing that I really liked to do? And like, I enjoyed because I kind of burned out from, from my job uh, back then. And so I was like, I need to do something else. And it was like, I, and I travel so much, but it was interesting because I would, you know, go to a lot of like metropolitan cities and I enjoyed it. I love arts and, arts and culture. And I used to be like a food photographer. So I was all about the food, but I was like, how come I don't go to the beach when I love like the ocean and swimming? So I was like, and you know, scuba diving was a thing. So I'm going to go try it out. So like one trip, I just like, okay, I'm going to go to Mexico. And I was in the Caribbean side, like I was in Isla Mujeres. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get back into diving. I'm going to do my refresher course and everything. Um, and that was it, um, kind of like what kickstarted it again and turn it from like a hobby to like this entire whole passion or like path that I'm on right now. But at that time, I, I remember 
getting back into the water and because of that much time away from it you forget a lot of the stuff that you were taught and obviously when I was like 16 it's just like it doesn't really stick as you like <laughs> so I was so anxious and I was like maybe this was such a bad idea I remember I would like my buoyancy was so bad I forgot how to clear my mask and like um I would you know shoot up in the middle of a dive and I was no. like and it, yeah it was really really bad um and I would ha- had this I started doing this habit of like really sticking close to my guide then like our instructor or whatever. And even like, I just needed to be close. So like if anything happens, I can hold them. So I became really dependent on like my guides. And so, and I started dating somebody that was like a dive master. So it kind of worked out well until we broke up. And so COVID kind of just happened. And I was like, you know what, I can do this. And I'm just going to invest in myself. And like, because I started diving because, you know, my dad in the Philippines, and it wasn't because of anyone, it was really for me. So like, I can do this by myself. And so I was I was in Canada. Um, when when the pandemic started, and I couldn't dive in Canada, <laughs> unless I got a dry suit certification. So I was and like, did you? I I did it. Yay. <laughs> well done. <laughs> so it was uh, in Calgary um, and it was, we dive in the lakes and it's like, you know, it's pretty cold around like, I think at that time it was like maybe 12 degrees. It wasn't that bad, but it was still like coming so from like diving in, you know, um, in tro- all tropical like climates. So it was just like, okay. But I don't know. It was just something that I needed to do for myself. And, and since then, like I kind of started gaining my confidence and, and at least like I could travel in Canada and also dive in Canada, you know, despite like kind of restrictions and stuff. So I could still keep um, improving myself. And mm-hmm. then I decided to do my rescue in a dry hey. suit. <laughs> <laughs> so and um, in a lake and there was like, no, yeah, it was a it was a it was a good experience. <laughs> like carrying that much lead in you and like also your like buddy that you have to carry out of the lake like it was great like <laughs> I just went full on so oh that's then, really good yeah that's kind of it and I ended up in Baja um when the borders kind of opened up and I was like you know I saw a really really amazing photo um I don't know if you know Jay Clue um he's like the owner and founder of Dine Ninjas he's amazing like photographer um uh and like uh ocean advocate and so I saw a photo of like all of like the Mobulon migration here in Baja you probably would have seen his photos but it's just like an iconic photo and then I was like how is this a thing like I've never seen this and like it's just that, that this is actually happens and so that's kind of how Baja was put on the map for me mm-hmm. and and so I came in October 2021, or was it 2020? 2020, yeah. I came um, for just like supposedly just like to check it out and like to see, but I came actually in the wrong time because the migration happens in the summer. <laughs> um, but when I got here, there was just like so much more that Baja like offered from like, you know, the whales and then the Marlins and then just like everything else that I was like, you know, the, the mobulus was just one part of it, but I discovered so much more and I kind of 
decided to like, okay, like I really like it here and, and just really went full on and I started my dive master and then now I'm an instructor. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's an incredible so you, journey. Yeah, yeah, definitely been on a journey. So you, uh, you, you qualified as an instructor now? Yes. Yeah, I finished. Cool. Uh, so I did the IDC in uh, November. Yeah. yeah. How did that go? How was that? It was. I was so honestly like I was like I really wanted to do my IDC in the Philippines yeah. because you know I for me it would mean a lot more to do it there and to train and like you know also to be a female like you know Filipino like women writer and like do it in the Philippines as well but it's just like timing and wise and there was a really great opportunity to do it with Dive Ninjas like yeah. Dive Ninjas is like one of the best um, dive centers and or, or even like uh, they do their they have amazing professional programs so yeah. for me I was like okay I might as well learn from the best and then you know if when I'm ever back in the Philippines I can build something there you know and and take that back so that's kind of it so I, I love, I loved it. Like I was really nervous <laughs> because I was also like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't think like I am cut out for, like, I don't feel like I am fully there yet. But how long did you spend as a dive master? So the thing was, so I came in Baja and I did it part-time. So that was the other thing for me. So I did my yeah. dive master. I like some people do it like, you know, like a month or like six weeks or something and do do it full-time but I work full-time for a tech startup so I work remotely that's why I'm here in Baja okay and uh I work online for for a startup and so I would have to do everything I would have to have my full-time job in like the week and then the weekends that's really like when I get to like dive or do everything else um so I was doing my dive master only in the weekends and all of that so it's yeah, I think I, I finished my dive master in like, I would say four to five months. Okay. Um, but, uh, and then I wasn't, I didn't really get to practice as much as, or like work as much as a dive master. Um, but yeah, I just like, you kind of just kind of go at it with the IDC when it came up in like November. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it was incredible that you've gone from not diving to like where you are now as an instructor. Yeah. So it's, it, there's still a lot to learn for sure, but like, I'm just kind of taking everything as in, and, and that's one thing about Baja. It's just like, it just keeps surprising me in, in so many ways and not just from like what I get to see in the ocean, but also like these experiences and what I can see for myself and what else I can do. So, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, incredible. Yeah. So all thanks to your dad. Yes. Thanks to my dad. Um, it's, <laughs> it's funny. Cause yeah. So he's, he's actually, dive master as well i mean yeah but he doesn't like practice or anything he's just he just have the cert and all of that stuff <laughs> um but he yeah he's he's amazing um and it was amazing to have him here um they visited me in november right before my idc cool so i got to take in he hasn't gone diving since we moved as well so over like 13 years <laughs> so it was so nice to like bring him back like to underwater and but also like it's like hey like I can be your guide now like you know like <laughs> and all of those things and share that with him and 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 before I remember it's like he 
it would be somebody that I would like depend on and like I would like always like hold his hand and underwater now it's like no like here like come like <laughs> I'll take your photos like you know like it's just so nice to I have a really good video of him like I took him to La Paz and I don't know if you know about La Paz in Baja but it's like a, uh, they have a site there um where there's a local like sea lion okay. colony and it was so funny because it was just like they're super curious like the puppies and stuff and like literally like the puppy like looks and swims all over him and suddenly kind of like bites him on the leg or something and my dad like twitches and being but being a dad that he is he was just like no 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 like you know pointing his finger back like no 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 that's not good for you so (laughs) it was just so nice to see that like from my dad yeah yeah it sounds like you've got some amazing diving there lots of variations yeah it's uh no it's definitely like from you have the sea lions and like and it's all like different times and like different like conditions as well like I I did my dive master in the winter like right now like this season and it was like the water actually gets like cold and green and murky and it's not the best but I feel like those are like those kinds of challenges is what makes a better diver, if not like an even a yeah. better like dive professional. Like that's why I was like really proud when I did my dry suit that, you know, and my rescue in a dry suit. Like it's like all of these things. It's like, actually, you know what? Like I would like, if I want to be professional, that's how I want to be trained at in like, so, yeah. and then, and then on top of it, just like all the amazing life that you can get to. Yeah, see. absolutely. It's best time. And uh, that's the best way to learn. Sounds like you've been on a great journey. It sounds like, uh, you know, another great example of when you learn to dive, where does it take you? You know, sometimes you just got to go with it. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. No, it's been an adventure. Yeah. So you're you're very into your photography. So do you take that underwater as well? Um, I not so much. So like I guess like we could step back like so when I used to live in Canada I was in Toronto I was a food photographer and I worked with lots of like restaurants bars um and like top chefs in the country so um and that was yeah I would like that was my thing and I haven't really I really want to take that to to move my like at least like my niche to underwater it's just I haven't really invested in the housing (laughs) it's um uh, yeah it's a a lot to put down on so and at first for me it was kind of like I was trying to justify it with like okay I you know number one it's like I need to be a really good like you know diver first and foremost and then I and then and then that's when I would like want to like start doing photography so now that I, I feel like okay I'm at this point like yes (laughs) <laughs> I want to so but right now it's just like I just share like everything like I, I have like, like a GoPro and like a small like compact and stuff but it's not the same caliper that I would have in like as a professional photographer on land mm-hmm. um but I do tell like stories like on you know top side of things from like the experiences of like in the dive shop so I help out at, at the dive shop um and I kind of like help out with like content and like here and there yeah no, so you don't use the same camera for above water to under under underwater. Um, no. So I no. have like, uh, yeah, it's it's a totally different thing. But I'll get there. I'm um, soon. I'm actually waiting for somebody to give me his house link. If he was gonna give me his housing, so I think that might open up and see and what could yeah. open yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, some lovely photos though. Really clear. Yeah. Yeah. No. Really amazing. So. 
obviously you've spoken about uh, California, uh, Philippines. So have you traveled anywhere else in the world for diving? Yeah, actually. Um, so when I started out, um, when I when I kind of started getting back into diving in, in 2019, I was in Mexico and I went from like Isla Mujeres and I went all the way like around the, the Caribbean, like Quintana Roo, like that state. And then so I, I would go and like I did like Playa del Carmen and I did like the cenotes as well um and then and then from there I was like this year because I was turning 30 that year and so I was like I'm gonna do 30 dives before (laughs) my 30th birthday like that was kind of my goal so I did a bunch in Mexico and then um I was in Tobago I've done I've gone there um and then I also went to uh, Taiwan like the Philippines that year Italy and then um, even before, like I've done um, in Galapagos, um, so Ecuador, and then Canada. I think, I think those are the ones that I have. Yeah, yeah. it's quite varied then. Yeah, yeah Galapagos has got to be awesome as well. Yeah, but the thing, so I was in the Galapagos for like six weeks. Yeah. I I was like kind of like living there with like locals and stuff, and but the thing was like that was kind of way before I got into scuba diving okay so and I only I didn't realize like how amazing it was <laughs> to be there so I only went on like one day of diving out of like six weeks oh, no. it's one of the top places I mean, in the world I know <laughs> I'm kind of hating myself for it but no I mean it was it was definitely like one of the the highlights of like any dive like you know like and you see like photos of like diving there and like all like the hammerheads and all the sharks just being surrounded with all of life like literally like that's what it was like you know we you drop like five meters and like you're already like there and they're just like hanging out and I was like this is so cool (laughs) but yeah and probably not as cool as like I think of it now but then it was like okay (laughs) I definitely need to go back so well it, yes definitely that's definitely a good Have excuse you guys to go back. The Galapagos? no 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 no, no i'm One quite day. a new diver so i've only dived in the uk <laughs> so, <laughs> so a dry sea diver that's it yeah <laughs> yeah so but Ian, have you done ice diving no 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 no, no. no. uh no um getting close to about three degrees is about the coldest i've yeah. done that's cold it's, enough. It's the top of my list, um, which is weird for people because I started like tropical. Um, but because now that I dry suit, like dive and everything, like I just feel more confident. And like, and then, and then um, in my dive shop in Calgary, like they just hosted an ice diving course and I was, I wasn't able to go back, but it's just like, looks like oh. so amazing. And I would love to like, you know, once I start documenting and like photographing these things, like I really want to kind of highlight like women in ice diving and all of that. Yeah. yeah. For us, it's like the other way around. For us, it's like, oh, so what? Get into a wetsuit and actually have a dive. But we have such a short window where we can do that. You know, we only get like right. a height of our summer where that's mm-hmm. kind of possible. Um, although probably probably at three or four months, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most of our dive, and especially if there's any depth involved, you're yeah. going to be in a dry suit here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, but it's all good experience, you know, either way. Yeah. So, yeah, doing the dry suit. So, so you mentioned about girls diving. So have you seen, have you got any role models that you've looked to in the diving world that you follow? 
Hmm. Oh, there's, hmm. There's a lot. Like, I feel like any, any woman that I meet is, is somebody that inspires me. I think it's also because like, you know, growing up, I like didn't have a lot of like super like group of friends of like girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And so always, I was always kind of like one of the guys like here and there. And so coming to Baja, like the diving industry here is just like, like it's, 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 it's amazing. Like, like the people that you get to meet, like the networking that you can have and just the community, like everyone's like very like, you know, everybody knows each other mm-hmm. and I've never met. Yeah. Like here's just like, I've met like women, like they're just like underwater photographers or like marine biologists. And I've never been surrounded by such powerful, like inspiring women that are, you know, not just sharing or diving in, but actually trying to do something to like make a change and like, you know, provide like a voice for the ocean. So yeah. I think it's really anybody is just, yeah, yeah, somebody to look up to. And you know, one of our previous guests as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Humpty. Yeah. Well, like I haven't met her. <laughs> I really, um, I know she's hosting like a, <clears throat> a girls like dive week thing um happening next month um in March um but yeah it's just like a little bit harder for me to get to um but you know because she's a fellow like girls with scuba ambassador we just kind of like talk here and there so and I feel like I already know her (laughs) have you been a girls scuba ambassador for long or is that quite a recent thing um I guess like last summer because they come out like with one every year uh like new like a new cohort and stuff so yeah I was in the 2021 uh ambassador like kind of group um yeah I think they made that announcement in September I'm not so sure yeah a few few months in and but like I've always like I love hosting people like even any like you know at home like I cook that's why and like I love bringing people together like I so before it was through food now it's like through diving um so I would have basically like when 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 I'm like in a different city like I'll ask around like who's there like if I have any friends and I've built like kind of my own little like girlfriends like that scuba dive (laughs) so like so for even new year this like yeah the just this new year I had a bunch of friends like come in uh to do like a girl's like new year and or kind of dive um so that was pretty cool and from different you know kind of like backgrounds and and then mixed with like my friends here in Mexico so everyone yeah 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 because it's you know in a lot of people think uh diving is quite male dominated because you see you know in dive sites there's lots of men around and not many girls so it's really good that you've got the kind of inspiration to like connect you know girls and women that scuba dive as well yeah for sure yeah yeah so because it can be a bit one-sided and it's it's not at all because there's some yeah very amazing divers you often <laughs> comment that when we go dive in that uh something like stony isn't there's like this whole area there's just no women there at all it's like where all... are the girls <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's really good, you know, people like you can empower other people to think, you know, give diving a go and you never know where it leads. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So have you got plans to take your diving further? Are you going to do more qualifications? Yeah, I mean, right now my my focus is to really 
like teach more like as an instructor um and you know guide I feel like it's such a different thing like guiding and like teaching and you know it's such two different things yeah um especially when when you do like the IDC like they really focus on just like teaching and and so if you don't have like the guiding experience so yeah it goes hand so like for me it's really just like improving on those skills and and being really confident in teaching um, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I get to uh, help out at the dive shop here, like here and I get like those experiences. Um, but eventually, like, I would love to um, be able to just teach anywhere as well. And, yeah. and, and especially to actually go back to the Philippines and share what I know. So, yeah. So at the moment you qualified to teach open waters. So yes. will you be then go, will you then build that up so you can teach speci- uh, speciality courses as well? Yeah, I'm looking into um, uh, what do you call this? Like the one that I'm really interested in is like the adaptive like support diver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I work uh, for a tech startup, as I said earlier, um, but we're in the accessibility space. So the community that we uh, speak to are like people with disabilities and, um, you know, so I am, it's like definitely open, like my mind to like what accessibility is and then being so passionate about scuba diving. And then like, I learned like, oh no, like there is the, you know, adaptive sports and there is like adaptive scuba diving. And then, so that's something like I would really, really love to pursue as well. And to even just like offer. So kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look for a good, place like because we, we don't really have that in Baja like nobody's really offering that one but that's something that I would love to is there anything um in your area where maybe you could su- uh, support like veterans uh getting into the water because you know we have over here we have uh, depth therapy where they support yeah. veterans who have been injured uh mm-hmm. or you know and as we know some injuries are not always physical exactly. um so they help uh, some of them guys get into the water and, uh, and they find that a good way of recovery. So do you have anything similar like that? Cause that might be another way you could get involved. Yeah, no, I, I haven't really heard of anything, but yeah, it's something that I'm still looking for. And in like in, in Mexico too, it's just like, I'm not, yeah, I think if, if anything, it's more on like the other side of the country rather than in Baja. So okay. but, yeah, it's on, it's on like, to-do list <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's a great um thing to have a focus on as well because it's yeah. Yeah, anything to help other people and show them the underwater world as well it's a yeah because we've heard so much that people you know with disabilities or you know even mental issues the water helps them once mm-hmm, they get under exactly. the water as a as a kind of therapy yeah yeah so no that's really good yeah so um in terms of travel, have you got any plans to get away this year coming? Yeah, I, I'm actually, it's funny you asked, I was just looking at going to Guatemala next month. Wow. Um, to do like the altitude diving there. Oh, wow. Um, maybe that, yeah, that's also something I just checked on it today. So I'm not sure <laughs> if it's going to happen, but um, that might happen. Um, and then yeah and then um the philippines hopefully later this year uh because like they just opened uh for tourists and everything mm-hmm. like fully vaccinated and so i would really love to go and finally <laughs> just dive more in my own country and yeah. yeah see what's up there there's some great diving out there isn't there 
Yeah. So I did my open water and my advance there. Um, and it, it was like, I remember the reef is like super, like it's so, so vibrant and so amazing. Um, yeah. But, and then I've also done like Malapascua for like the pressure sharks, which okay. is, is really cool. Wow. Um, and then we have like the sardine right and everything, but um, yeah, there's, we have so many islands, like over like 7,000 islands. So it, I feel like there's like so many dive sites that's yet like to be discovered. So I really, really want to yeah learn and share that because so you I mentioned, mean, I, I, you, mentioned you like the big animals uh that yes. you like the snow tasers what, what about um wrecks do you like yeah you into the wreck diving i haven't done like really like I've, I've done like small like wrecks like here then kind of like a little bit open still like i've not like done like a full like wreck specialty or like penetration yeah. that you would like have to like you know go so I, I think I think it'd be good to I yeah, I'm, I'm now like I'm at this point like you know what try it before like you can say like mm. you don't like it because so like even like with the cenotes I actually panicked <laughs> <laughs> and I actually told myself I'm never gonna do cenotes ever again <laughs> um, why what was it you didn't like um it was um yeah it was that time that I was kind of getting back into diving and I was like yeah like cenote if you're in Mexico you need to do the cenotes I was like cool like I'm gonna do it and I get there and I was like oh no this is not my thing <laughs> I think I, I didn't realize like you know as you you know the 16 year old me didn't have a claustrophobia and now it's like I kind of have <laughs> kind of anxiety and then so I get there and again I was just like trying to hold into like my guide's hand and I was like I don't know I need to get out I need to get out so I swear myself that I would never do that um and then yeah after like doing my dive master I kind of like you know I, you just I just felt more com confident and in yeah. a lot of things and I had to relearn everything sure but like I felt like you know what like I think I can do this like I can handle this so I I went again and and I loved it <laughs> cool yeah well it's all yeah. about not doing you know you've got to do things at your own pace haven't you yeah. feel comfortable exactly. or something and yeah everybody that we've spoken to diving has always said that you've got to do things at your own pace and not at somebody else's pace or yeah exactly. yeah, yeah otherwise you know you're just going to scare yourself aren't you it's, yeah so I mean it's yeah it's like you're scared like you're scared with like the things like you don't know right and at that time I just like didn't know how to I was just not knowledgeable with like diving anymore so I had to but by the time you know I finished like all of my training and, and all of these other experiences that I have in the ocean I was like yeah no I, I'm I, I can do this like I can I can understand like you know myself and my equipment like I can so yeah yeah. So we'll see about the rack. Yeah. <laughs> Canada, Canada has, has some really good rack. Um, uh, like the cold water diving there. Yeah. But the, there's so much like in Vancouver, I believe, as well as in, uh, in Ontario, like I really want like in the lakes there, they just yeah. like a site that's like, um, I think it's over 10 wrecks or something. Yeah. Yeah. If I go, when am I going to go back to Canada? <laughs> Well, it's another thing to tick off the list isn't it yeah. <laughs> yeah so what about environmental impacts have you seen much um environmental change through your diving in different areas I guess yeah like I guess like when you think about like the reefs you know like every time like there's always like okay like it's not as as vibrant as like you know as how it should be mm -hmm. I remember I was in the Philippines like for me it was like amazing I remember I was in an island called Kamigin 
Um, it's like a, it's totally like Virgin Islands and the waters when it was like a drift dive and it was so beautiful. And we were diving with a couple um, and they, you know, they've been diving for together, like um, for over, I don't know, 30 years. And they came back to dive at this island where they did like, you know, like 20 years ago, I don't know, but it was like a long, long time between. And he he was like telling me that it's like, yeah, like this is so nice to be back here, but it definitely has changed from like, you know, what it was. So I think for me, it's like, I, I have yet to really see that shit because I just really started getting back into it. So, but I feel like if I go back to like the Philippines and go to some of the old dive starts that I started with, like it would be, yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's in different, some people say they see um, deterioration and then other people see other regeneration or restoration happening. So yeah, yeah, it really depends kind of where in the world. Very young. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. So how are things, like you say, there's lots of wildlife uh, where you are at the moment. So what, what are the main things you're seeing at the moment? Yeah, so that's the thing in, in Baja, like we don't have that much like reefs. It is like more pelagic here and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like walls and everything, which is nice too, but it's not like as you would like in tropical climates and stuff. But yeah, like here, um, lots, I don't know. It's just, it's it's just like always, It's I like <laughs> being surprised by the ocean. <laughs> Like I go, like there's one site here that it's just, it's called Pelican Rock. And it's, you know, it's like a five minute boat ride from the marina. And that's like, it has a sandy bottom. And then it kind of slopes down to, um, it goes to, what is it? Like 20 meters and then drops to like over a hundred, you know? Oh, so wow. it can go, yeah. Wow. So that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's, there's so many things from like snorkelers to scuba divers to like tech or, you know, so, but and it's also just there's there's so many different things that like you can encounter there yeah. like you have schools and schools of fish like sardines or you know i love sergeant majors it's just like so colorful underwater with like their it's my favorite <laughs> and then like and then we like but you know it's the conditions are different but or like i've done day dives night dives and there's always different things to see and like just like the past week like i saw like school of like cow nose rays like swimming like and and i've never and i've been in baja for like over a year and i'm and then you're just like always still constantly surprised about like the things that you see so it's just like yeah from like the rays like the sea lions are there sometimes and they're just like playing wow um, sounds like a great place to come and sort of you know holiday if you you know yeah. to see all the animals because you know a lot of places where you go so well you might see something you might not you know but from what you're saying there's a good chance you are going to see something yeah so brilliant seeing hearing like it's whale it's it's a winter here is whale season and it's there there's like always like in your internal like surface intervals they're just breaching and like you're kind of a little more distracted than like going underwater and then you go and then you go and dive and you hear them and it's like the most amazing thing just like I don't know if you've ever heard of whale underwater while you're diving but it's your entire body and like you can feel it like you know when they're singing and it's and you're just also looking around like wait where are they because it feels like (laughs) they're so close but you're just like yeah where where (laughs) that's amazing it must feel like yeah some kind of magical 
kind of connection in the ocean. Yeah. 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 No, it's a very special place, the ocean. It's a yeah. And what would you say to anybody thinking about diving? I would say just go and try it. Like and anything really in life, you know, I think it's like my mom, like they always just like tell me, like I, I used to be a picky eater. And so <laughs> my mom they forced me to they didn't really force me to eat vegetables but they were like before you can say like you don't like it you should try it that's yeah. true <laughs> we tell my kids that so that's really like I mean I already know it's a no but she said but still just try it so that's kind of in anything for me it's like you know just try it how and do you know like- <laughs> you like carrots unless you try them <laughs> yeah that that's why so I always just like just go and if it's not for you then maybe try it again I think you know like with, yeah. like for me like when I said like I was never going to do synotis again or if I'm never going to do night dive again but I said like you know what maybe I can try again and yeah. if that's it then no <laughs> yeah that's great advice yeah you just got to yeah, give it a go <laughs> yeah 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 that's it and not listen to your kind of fear inside you yeah just kind of Give yourself a chance. Although a, a bit of fear is not a bad thing either, because mm. that kind of keeps you balanced. Yeah. What about tech like diving? Have you thought about doing that? I am starting to. That's oh, also yeah. something I thought that I said I would never do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I'm I'm considering uh, maybe yeah, side mount first, and then do a yeah. little more like tech. I don't know if I'll do like cave. You know, I, I mean, I, I did, yeah, maybe not that one yet. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah, never say never. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, you're just proving like diving where it takes you. You've become, yeah. you know, an open water diver. And now you're thinking about where can you go next as well. And, you know, and also you've got the luxury of like inspiring other people by instructing them as well. That must be an amazing yeah. thing to see with your students and how they come in and how they leave as well yeah 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 so it's really really good yeah yeah Yeah. it's been been a privilege to just like do I don't know like coming from being a photographer on land you know and then I did enjoy it and that was my dream job but it's sometimes it's also like you need to step back and it's like and it's okay to also start over and have a new dream and I think some people don't think that that's possible or like they have to stay something and you know but I feel like life needs is constantly moving and you're always growing as a person so I think if it's their calling and you do why not so you know you try it it doesn't yeah. work out and try something else but you just kind of have to keep moving forward with like what you can do at that moment and what it kind of leads you so yeah and don't set boundaries to you know and limit yourself so mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to just go with it. Because with diving, you, you never know where it's going to take you. Yeah? And you never know who you're going to meet. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, it's never have any limits. That's uh, kind of what we say. So. Yeah. Well, unless you are diving. Yeah. Yes. But, <laughs> you, yeah. stick to your limits. you have to stick to your limits. But, yes, with your kind of pursuit of where you're going to go with life. Yeah. Just yeah. everything's an opportunity, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, but you've worked with some um, awesome companies. Um, I was looking on your website, like Google, uh, Tobago and Beyond, uh, Sunkist. So how do you get in? How did you get to work with such great companies? Uh, Yeah, so um, when I used to live in Canada, um, I was doing um, like content creation. So I had like, I guess like my, I'm an 
you know, digital influencer. <laughs> No, as I call it, but I used to to do a lot of that stuff, and so I yeah I have a a bit of a following and I have a community, and so I was able to um, uh, work with with these brands to help them out. So um, yeah, I I used to be a, a Google ambassador, um, so like I help like promote like their products and like all of these things. So I'm trying to kind of see like I'm I'm shifting. Um, my niche to like scuba diving and I'm hoping mm. to kind of like see like with like what already I can um with my network and and then what I can bring something new or like if it's like new brand partnerships or something like that so that's something yeah, yeah. yeah well, I see Heineken are on there you're not an ambassador for Heineken as well are you not not ambassador but I did work <laughs> with them um so like I just helped produce like content like um uh, what did we do? Like they had like a promo for like the holidays and stuff. So I kind of like did a little stop motion for them. So mm, yeah, well, it all adds up and it's all this momentum as well that creates your community that yeah. you can then you know share into yeah other dynamics. It's really really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. Been, been, yeah. I'm very grateful to have like like I guess like my community that like follows me like they've just been so supportive and like whatever it is that I kind of like put myself into whether it was like you know food or photography and now scuba diving they're just like at the end of it it's like I think they are just like really um encouraged by just like the things that I do or they like that and like see themselves in me as well so I think that's the thing and yeah, yeah it's nice yeah yeah and inspiring your community as well with yeah the variations as well it's uh that's that must be really good as well yeah keeps people interested as well well they say that keeps it fresh yeah. for sure yeah definitely so one of our set questions for our guests is if you could take three people diving doesn't have to they don't have to be divers but just the principle of diving they can be past present who would you take into the underwater world um, the first one, I would say Anthony Bourdain, like he, I don't know, he was like one of um, my idols, just like, like in the food industry, like, you know, and he had like his, his, um, uh, chef? yes, yes. So he's a, he's a chef. Um, he's like one of the best like chefs, but then he like, did like all the the no reservations uh series um on, on tv but like he kind of like goes to like different countries and he really immerses himself when he's traveling mm-hmm. and he goes up and have like these conversations with like locals and i mean he just like he's such a great storyteller and and the way that he is able to bring out like you know not just like the culture and the food and and the stories around it but like the people the people is it always goes back to like the people uh, yeah. and and who makes the food and like you know so I I really would love to see like you know if he, you know uh, if he was still alive like it would have just been like be cool to see what he would have been like if he got to dive I think that would have been so amazing and like to maybe that would bring a different kind of like conversation in the table when it comes to like food um, or or you know like th- what we bring and like whether like seafood or some stuff like that so I mm-hmm. I just think that that would have been like yeah and he's just a super cool person I think (laughs) would have had um and then I guess the next one would be my like my friend who's also like um my boss (laughs) 
Um, her name's Mayan Ziv. She is, she's the founder and CEO of like Access Now app. And yeah, like, so she lives, um, uh, uh, she has um, muscular dystrophy. And um, so she sits in a wheelchair, but like, she's amazing. And like, you know, at work, like sometimes I share about my scuba diving and she sees my Instagram and she's like, oh, I want to experience like that, like the whales and like whatever. So I kind of like, I would love to um, take her underwater. Yeah. Um, and lastly, my mom. <laughs> oh, nice. My mom doesn't dive. My mom grew up in an island um, and she doesn't really like the ocean. <laughs> so if I could take her in some way that she doesn't really have to scuba dive, <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, so <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, okay, well, that's brilliant. There's some really good pe- uh, people there to take. So what about if we gave you a billboard and uh, we said you could put something on there, no matter what it is, whether it's a photo, video, an image, and it'll be a, to make a statement for the whole world to see. What would you put on it? Yeah, I like that they said video because now it's like they're like video billboards that are just like, yeah, it's so amazing and they're so interactive. Like, you're just like, oh, I love that stuff. Um, so I don't know. I think for that, like, yeah, a video, I, I have like this idea that I really want to do is to kind of put together like a, I don't know, just like a short, like, film, but maybe just like a trailer of it, of like kind of faces of like different like scuba divers like filipino scuba divers um that's like kind of my plan is like it would be nice to like have that on there and just like showcase like this is a face like that you can you know or like at least like for for girls or filipino girls to look up to and be like hey like that's me like i see myself in that like you know so i would really love to do different faces of like or just different women of color really just like okay like here and so that would be that would be nice and advocating cool. for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it, it, it's absolutely accessible to everyone, isn't it? Even if they're in a landlocked country, you can dive wherever yeah. you are in the world. Yeah, I yeah. learned that. <laughs> That's important. Yeah. yeah, just in the lake. So that's yeah, so true. Yeah, yeah, no, that's really good. So obviously, as life has gone on and you're where you are now, is there any nugget that you think? would be a great nugget of advice for anybody out there? A big one. Um, I guess like having moved around like a lot as a kid or even now, like I'm always like constantly moving and and I just like, you learn to adapt, you know, and I've learned to adapt to any kind of circumstance and, and, you know, say yes or say no to opportunities. And that's so powerful, but like, you know, I've, I've learned to make my own path as I go. So I would say, you know, it's sometimes it's scary not having a person to look up to or a plan to follow, but sometimes that's exactly, I feel like what the world needs from you. Mm. And you need to take that step for yourself but most importantly for others, like that's how I'm realizing it, like being here, you know, and, and doing um, this, this whole like diving adventure <laughs> yeah. and like, just like, you know, like, and so, and, and, and I've had like people reaching out for me, like 
from the Philippines, you know, and they're like, oh, I'm really inspired that you're doing this or, you know, you know, you're not just like traveling, but you're like also like diving and like, it's just so cool. I never thought that I would go there or so it's, it's so I think, yeah, you may not feel it, but like you are in your own way, kind of like paving your path for others when you take that for yourself. Mm. Yeah. 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 Almost a bit of like independence. I suppose you've got to stand on your own two feet. Haven't you? Yeah. 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 No, great answer. Oh, brilliant. No, very good. So if people want to find out more about you, where are the best places for them to go? Um, yeah, so it's uh, social media. My Instagram is at AJ Fernando. Um, so you can always just follow my adventures there. Um, and then I have a website also ajfernando.com. And uh, if you're ever in Baja California store, I'm in Cabo San Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, work for a dive shop called Dive Ninjas. So, yeah, holler. It's a great name, Dive yeah. Ninjas. I like that. Yeah, so be, be a ninja. <laughs> be a <diver. laughs> yeah, well, we'll put all the links in the show notes to the podcast and uh, in the, the links to the podcast on social media yeah. so people can, yeah, track you down and, uh, yeah, look at your amazing Instagram account. Yeah. Like, so some amazing pictures on there and videos. Yeah, thank you. That would be amazing. Yeah, I'm always down for, like, to dive, like, you know, whether – it's here or anywhere in Mexico or in the world, really. I'm always a dive buddy for somebody. And I suppose they'd be able to book a, a dive with you as well, or a course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. No, really, really good. No, it's yeah. Been, yeah, really inspiring. And hopefully some of our listeners might be inspired by your journey and think, I'm going to give diving a go. Get back in that water if they haven't dived <laughs> yeah. for a while. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You've shown us that you started diving, had a break, and then you got back into it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, anything's possible. Exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. No, yeah. really, really good. Yeah. So it's been lovely to meet you and yeah, have you on the podcast. We will say thank you very much. It's been brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, this is, this is great. <laughs> Excellent. Alexa, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. That was good to have you on. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. Just- yes. Yeah. No, really good. And uh, she just shows that you can really, yeah, get, find a passion for diving. Yeah. Um, so that was really good. Uh, so thanks for coming on and uh, we will, uh, be sharing all the details where you can follow Alexa and uh, look out for her diving in the future. Yes, yeah, she's got a very active Instagram account. Yeah, so that's good. Um, okay, so that was this week. Next week, uh, we have got George. Yes. George Linnan. <laughs> so he's a UK uh, cave cave person, caveman, caver. He's a <laughs> caver. Now, and diver. <laughs> now, you're probably wondering who is he. Uh, he is quite a character, and most of, if you're a diver and a UK uh, diver or caver, you're going to know who he is. Um, he has recently made the headlines because he had a very severe and um, uh, well, a really bad accident uh, whilst caving in November. Yes, yeah, it was around bonfire night. So there was a lot of media uh, coverage of his, um, well, his extraction from the cave uh, took over 50 hours. Yeah, and there's about, oh God, about 350 people got involved in uh, getting him out. Big operation, um, you know, and uh, we've been following George as like a lot of other people have um, and watching his recovery. And well done to him. You know, he's been swimming just this week. Which yeah, is really good. yeah. But the podcast where we have George on that's coming up next week is not just about his accident. We just touch on that. It's all about his journey, how he got into diving and caving. And yeah, we just hear about his sort of passion yeah, it's for it. Yeah, bigger than that. You know, he's mm. uh, been diving a long time. And, yeah, uh, you know, uh, his um, 
you know, a lot of people know him and uh, we thought that'd be great to get him on because for that reason. So yeah, yeah, um, look yeah. out for that on the next episode, really. Yep, so that'll be episode 114. My goodness. Okay, so uh, so George is up next week and uh, until then, uh, don't forget to follow us, don't forget to tell your friends, don't forget to leave us a review and uh, we will speak to you on the next one. Keep safe and well, everyone. Yes, yep, thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. Awesome, see you soon. Now that does wrap up today's episode of the Big Scuba podcast. But if you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button depending on what platform you are listening on. That way you will never miss an episode from us. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and did enjoy what you heard today, we would really appreciate it if you head to the show page to leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help us. If you do, please take a screenshot of that review and send it to us on Instagram and we'll give you a shout out to say a big thank you. If you have any questions for us or anything that has been mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email. The links are in the show notes. We'll get back to you no matter what. If you have made it to this point in the episode, we both want to say a big, big thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.